For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from the Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, and I have one of those bad sport weekend. Just, oh my gosh, what has happened? Uh, you got to tell you something. Today is uh, Monday. It's morning gratitude, and I'm so excited to be here. Even though I'm in mourning, I'm wearing my Steelers hat and my OU jacket just because that's what I put on when I went to go get coffee this morning. And I didn't really put two and two together until the guy at Starbucks, yes, I sold my soul. They, Starbucks has a new coffee that's really, really good. And <laughs> the guy pointed out, he's like, man, I feel sorry for you. And he bought my coffee all because my team wore, or my team lost. Anyway, guys, good morning. Good morning, Taz. Great to see you. Today's morning gratitude. I'm so happy to see you. Let's get this show on the road. We have an amazing guest today. I'm going to take my hat off now. <laughs> Such an amazing guest. Every once in a while you meet somebody that just radiates what life is all about. Someone that gets it. And I wish like hell when I was a kid that I would have got it. When I was younger, knowing that I had potential, great potential, and and how much I wasted of it. And then I get to look at some people that are younger than me, than their 20s, and I think he's in our 20s, like I, I think so anyway. This guy is changing people's lives and he gets it. Like he is taking on the world with such relentless ambition and is so inspiring. This guy is just making things happen, and I gotta be straight up. I'm really geeked out about this because he inspires me. And it's funny, it's like when you're older, it's like, yeah, I should inspire the younger generation. But this dude inspires me, and I think he's going to inspire you. Guys, Derek, I don't want to hear it. My Steelers are terrible. I know. John Wallace, good morning. Taz, good morning. Tay, good to see you. Tia, good to see you. Guys, welcome Mr. Alex Rodriguez to Morning Gratitude with the Mayor. What's up, what's up, what's up? Can't see him. Good morning, man. How are you? Dude, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm I I I uh I'm so glad that I don't play <laughs> professional sports and I wasn't on my teams that lost. But at the same time, it's you know, life is so much more than sports, but dad gummit in the moment, it's so fun. The dramatics and getting into it are great. But I'll tell you what, man, what's inspiring is you and what you're doing. So I'm very, very grateful to have you on the show this morning, man. Thank you so much. Seriously, I'm, I'm grateful to be on here. You've been, been so consistent with this incredible guest. And um, I'm just grateful to even be one of them. So I really, really appreciate that. I um, The first things first, I, I when I, I met you in the hallway at Cervex in Orange County, and I was just really impressed because you get it. And the more I've learned about you since then, I'm just like, wow, man, this guy is the real deal. He's not somebody that's up there just talking about it. You're doing it. In fact, you don't really do a lot of talking about what you do. And that's something that I admire greatly. I mean, yeah, you do some lives and things like that, but you're a man of action and you're taking action. And I love that about you. 
I mean, yeah, that's the biggest thing because what I've realized is that there's – okay, and growing up in this world, you have so many different things that are going on. You have opportunities on the internet. You have opportunities through through whatever different form of exposure you can think of, and everyone's utilizing it to be able to create an image of what they want their life to be because right. it sells really well. But what I've realized, because I was raised up by a father that came from nothing but did very, very well in his life um, – that it's not about what you show, it's about what you do and what people know. Because I want to be able to walk into a room and someone's like, that dude, like you say, gets it. That dude does this, that dude does that. And and they feel your energy and your authentic- authenticity through what it is that you actually do, not just what you say. Because everyone's talking about the, the watch and the car and, and all these fancy things, but they don't have the internal, which is what's actually important, right? You get this right first which most people get right in, in their 50s, when you get right. that right first, then everything else will follow and you'll live a beautiful life. But a lot of people are trying to do it backwards. So I try to stay silent and just do what I do and create an impact. And then everything else just falls into place. Or at least that's how it seems so far. And I and I have to backtrack really, really quick. But you segued into something, but I cannot forget the most important thing that we do on the show. Alex, what are you grateful for today? What am I grateful for today? I would say, man, there's a lot of things. So that's a big question. But right off the top of mind, I would say my family. It's so, 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 so simple. But my father, I mean, he just invited me out to lunch. He wants me to spend time with him. And I have an incredible relationship with my family. So that is the number one thing above all else that's currently happening in my life that I that would really say I'm grateful for having that relationship. That that's that's super cool. So I'm gonna go back to something that you just talked about. Yeah, we we're talking about the flashy things, and, and and you know we live in a world of self promotion, and it's very very hard that balance between remaining humble and just being about your work, but then the self promotion aspect, which is also very important because we are all to survive in the world that we are in, and that in the way the world is heading, it it really is centered around self promotion and getting yourself out there and being a brand. How do you find that, to me, you have the perfect balance of promotion, but remaining humble and then being a man of action? Like, to me, it stands out because I watch you. How do you how do you find that balance? Like, what do you do to check yourself to make sure that you're not being too showy and too look at me, look at me? How do you how do you do that? Well, I think it's I mean, like what Gary Gary Vaynerchuk says binary all the time but it's in your mind you know what is too much and what's not you know you know what feels right and what doesn't feel right so I only do things that feel right with my intuition and what I feel is genuine to me I'm not going to try to bullshit I can I don't know if I can cuss you can, oh, yeah you can cuss <laughs> I'm not going to try to bullshit anyone on this idea of what my life is or who I am I'm just going to be me because it makes it a lot easier on me which is really the reason why than having to create some type of facade of who I am. You know how many people are, are literally buying followers and all these different things and creating this image of themselves, right? When in reality, they don't really have the exposure that they do. They don't really have the life that they do. They don't really have the connections that they say they do. I'm just here being the man that I am, sharing the message that I have, just to do what I do so that people like you and people that actually do get it, because I hang out with people that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, right? 
or even people that are just worth a hundred dollars, you know, I mean, the homeless guy to the multi-millionaire or billionaire, both of them, it's the same thing. They're human beings. They just want connection, right? So if you're just willing to connect with people and not come up with all this fluff, <laughs> I mean, it makes life a lot easier and it also brings a lot more gratification to yourself because when you're not having to spend so much time and so much energy on things that just don't matter, you can spend more time on things that do matter. So for me, that's, that's really been the, the cause of everything that I do. It's just being me because I've realized that's the only person I can be. And that's the only way I can attract true opportunities into my life and real relationships, you know? That's, that's beautiful. I want to give a shout out real quick. Glenn, good to see you. Ashley, Mary, Aaron, Renee. JD, Pay, Derek, Taz, John, wonderful seeing you guys this morning. Jared Greer, great to see you, my man. Um, we have amazing Alex Rodriguez on the show, and I, I love Jordan. Good to see you. I love, I love this. I love where we're going with this. And I got to tell you, it, it is tough. It is so tough. Like I even have to watch. Like every time something good happens, like this, it's become this instinct where you want to go on social media and and pr- talk about it, and. And there's times I catch myself going, I, I don't think this is the right thing to do. I don't, I, I don't want to draw attention to myself in this way. And like I battled with this the other day. I mean, just finding out that the show is going to a new platform or an additional platform. I mean, it's a huge honor. But at the same time, I don't want to put myself on a pedestal like in any way because I'm just a regular dude that loves doing this. I just, I genuinely want to lift people up. I want to raise people awareness of people's brands and, and what their causes are and all of that. And yet at the same time, it's like, okay, but I also know that I need to promote it because I need an audience over there. Or I'm going to lose it. And, but you said something that means so much to me. And again, this is another dadgum thing I'm learning from you is that you just got to do what you feel right about and what feels natural. And if you can authentically go, yeah, I'm okay with that. All right, great. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it just makes it a lot easier. First off, for you, man, I think that if, if for anyone in any part of your life, if you're winning, fucking win and and enjoy it and love it and just and, just, and let and let people know that you're winning and let them know that you're having an incredible time and that your life's incredible and that you've worked ten years to achieve something like this, right, or ten months, whatever it is, right. Let them know, you know, it's not boastful. I mean, there's a difference. You, 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 I mean, they're shoving it in people's face and then there's letting people know this is what I've accomplished, right? And right. sometimes you don't even have to say it. Sometimes you just got to keep doing what you do and then other people speak for your actions anyway. So it's like for you and for anyone that's watching this, I would just say celebrate your wins and your losses as much as you can, you know? And, and then, and then when it comes down to it, yeah, you have to just follow what genuinely triggers that 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 uh, fire within you, whatever you want to call it, because that's the way that I've lived for the past four years, ever since I was like 20. And from like 16 to 19, I thought I had to act a certain way. And then from right. 24, I've slowly but surely become more of this person that's more aware of who he actually is, you know, because I think people don't spend enough time finding out what that person is that they're living with. And that's why they spend their whole entire life doing things and creating things that aren't actually aligned with themselves and showing off in a way that they shouldn't be. If they just realize that, boom, who you are right now is who you need to be and that's it, 
it's very, very simple. But people complicate it way too much by overthinking the process, thinking that that to be something that they're not, you know? I'm going to ask you something, too, because you were mentioning how, you know, you're very close to your family and you're grateful for your family, which is super cool. At what point, though, because a lot of people get inspired to help others through a tragedy, through something that they went through, that when they figured out that they were just living a, a selfish, awful life like me, and and then realize, wait a second, I'm going about this all wrong. I, it, it took a lot of tragedy, a lot of heartache for me to go, no, screw this. I'm going to live my life to serve other people. But I don't get that impression from you. That it, I don't. Did, did something? Ha- what? When did you shift and go? I'm I'm going to live the best life possible and help as many people as I can. When did that switch? Because you do it, you do it so passionately, like it came from a broken place. But I don't get that feeling from you. Am I am I way off? Um, no. Yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty right on. First off, I want to say that anyone that has gone through the very dark moments of life, that was the most important aspect of your life because without that, you wouldn't get to the point where you realize you had to serve anyway. So it's like. It's all realization, right? So you have to be torn down in order to actually, you know, become something more of who it is that you're actually meant to be, torn down to be built up. My story starts off, though. um, I mean, I just tell you, if I could tell you the side of my mother and my father real quick, it's it's deep, you know, both ways. Please. (laughs) So anyways, here's the story of my mother. You guys want to stay tuned for this because, well, I just told you, but... Anyways, um, she, she, she basically got in a horrible car crash, uh, in Greece. And, uh, usually I tell the story with saying there's this woman and at the end I say it's my mother, but she got in a horrible car crash. And then what ended up happening was she was with like four friends in that car. The driver jumped out and it was 250 up, 250 feet up this mountain where they flew off the side. So the driver jumped out, right? As soon as it was about to, uh, about the, literally go off into this black abyss and she was in the car with like three other people tumbling down this mountain rocks were shattering this car like crazy glass was shattering i mean it was being so mangled to the point where you couldn't even sit up in the car and people were being flown out left to right but in the middle of this car crash she was praying she goes i will not die here i want a baby boy right so she said it over and over and over again right and she was the only one to survive that crash she literally crawled out of that she only had bruises and scratches on her body. And she told me this story years ago when I was a young man, I'm still a young man, but I, I just mean like when I'm like, when I, when I was like, uh, I think 15 or something, 14. And it hit me really hard because when she said to me and come to find out that woman is actually me, my, you know, my mother, it shifted everything in me because I realized that everyone has purpose before a given life. That number one is what humbles me. Um, and that purpose could be one thing or it could be multiple things, who knows? But the thing is I knew that I had something. So then my father, he came from nothing. Mother making like, I don't know, less than a dollar an hour, immigrant family living in the bottom of a Manhattan basement, you know, like father was the janitor, like came from dirt poor nothing. And my father throughout his years at 27, 30, uh, he was doing stuff with Sensomatic, you know, the systems on clothes. Right. You can't walk out of the store. Um, And he did. And he got like, I think, distributorship for like the whole Caribbean. And he became a multimillionaire by the time that he was like 30. Right. 27, 30 years old. So he built up a fortune and all that he did. But he never gave me any money. 
he took me and he had me experience all the lifestyles and everything. But he told me, he goes, Alex, this is rented and you will not have any of this from me, you know? So I was around successful people my whole life. I was, I was living successful my whole life, you know, quote unquote, whatever, but I was broke. <laughs> there's nothing more frustrating than actually, uh, there's nothing more frustrating than being broke than being raised rich, but being treated poor, you know, <laughs> like there's just not. But the thing is, it's so interesting because I could have very easily gone down a route where I could have just said, I'm entitled, I'm this, I'm that. But I see so many people that do that. My father instilled in me every single day and my mother as well to treat people right and to never, to never go off this path of always just putting people first. That is my biggest, biggest thing. Lead with authenticity because it's all about impact. That's my deal. And my father just, he said, no matter how much money you make, you always want to put people first and treat them right. Right. So even though I came from a very wealthy background, right, with a father that truly cared about me, he didn't give me that stuff. He taught me the values and the values is literally what got me to the point where I am with my faith, my business, because now I'm starting up my own company. I have my own consulting business coming out now. Right. But that has to do with, you know, creative online stuff uh, like advertising. And then, you know, that's what got me to 150 million viewers through, you know, Alex's speaker. So a lot of people think that you need to go through the toughest times in order to actually be successful and do something. But the reality is I didn't have to go through pain in order to to stay in a place of growth and abundance, right? I just had to not get my mind all fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I just had to I just had to make sure that I was that I was sticking to the truths that were instilled within me. And when you hang out with people that are massively successful, it's interesting. You hang out with your friends that are like from high school and they all say, wow, you got that new car. It's sick. But then when you hang out with people that are ultimately successful, right, outrageously successful, they ask you, what's your morning routine like? What are you doing on the daily? How happy are you? How fulfilled are you? And that's the difference. Most people have to make everything that they ever wanted until, you know, they get to that point. They realize that none of that was necessary. It was only necessary to realize it was never necessary, right? So most people have to go through that. But why I encourage my friends so often to just simply get around people and listen right. is because the happiness and the fulfillment aspect is what it's all about. And that's why I want to give so much, right? I know the money will come, but that's not my focus, you know? I, I really, I want to, there's, there's some more people that have joined the show. Um, Steven, oh my gosh. He, Stephen Hewitt from Australia is, has a fantastic story as well. An amazing author. Mary, Ivan, Ashley, Mr. Jeffrey Wolf. What's up, man? Great to see you. Another amazing person. Ivan, see you in an hour. Uh, Jim, great to see you. Jim has a question really quick. Um, find it. He goes, what would you say to someone going through hard times now at say 58 years old? Well, I've never lived to 58, so like, <laughs> I don't know exactly how to answer that. But what I would say is I just think the fundamental truth for everybody is that if you're going through hard times now, what you have to do is you have to seek something that's greater than yourself. I, I believe that 100%. If you try to figure out your life on your own, you'll never figure it out. and You'll consistently stay in this rut, right? So what I found is – how's the best way to say this? No matter what age you are, if you're going through a hard time and you want to be able to find a breakthrough, learn to let go of the control that you seek. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, so stop, stop trying to control everything 
and not to just say fuck it, but to basically just say, hey, it's cool. I don't get it. You know, like, but that's not to say to be lazy either and not try to figure it out, but stop putting so much stress on yourself trying to figure out all these things that you just don't know. It's okay. Like, I don't know how to build a $100 million business, but that's why I got two investors that did do that so that I have an experience. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm a, I'm willing to say that I don't know and that I'm going through a hard time in order to actually get around people, right, that can give me more of an understanding of what I, I need to do. So if you're going through a hard time, I would I hope that will tie it in nicely, but um would be to let go and just get around other people that have gone through it so they, they can teach you. Right. And, and, and my whole thing is give it to God too. You know that, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's my biggest thing. He said, wow. So, I mean, yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> thing. So it's like, it's don't, don't, don't try to, the moment you let go of control is the moment that you have freedom to, to accept whatever it is that flows into your life. But if you try to control everything, you're blocking everything out of your life, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you may not expect that could teach you things that are exactly what you, you, you the answer that you always seek, you know, it's because God doesn't always answer you the way that your mind wants it, to, you know, wants him to. So I got that. That is just dropping knowledge. I almost want to hand you a microphone so you can drop it real quick. Um <laughs> I, I, I love that kind of wisdom, but you brought up morning routines. Do you not have a, do you not have a morning routine? I do. I do. Actually, I just did this. I was watching you. So I write down my goals, but when I wake up in the morning, I usually read, I usually work out. I usually, so it's like, it's like investing in my mind, investing in my body. Um, I did this thing recently, which was kind of cool. You saw this, you know about this booklet, yeah, right? That so, all, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, it's called My Life Plan. And then I put Alex Rodriguez. It's very simple. But the thing is, basically what I do in here is I'll just read like the first aspect of it real quick. If you guys can see it, it's just laminated. Something simple. I said, my ultimate vision for my life is truly to be a person who is truly a leader in the world. Someone who positively impacts millions of people's lives through my incredible vision, determination, courage, passion, creativity, caring, and commitment. I constantly help improve the quality of people's lives worldwide by fulfilling my purpose in life of growing and giving. And then it just goes on and on and on with like me, with my body, with my finance, with all these different aspects. And what I've realized is that once I identify that and I put that down, um, I'm attracting more of it into my life. You know, it's because I've been at a point, man, where I had nothing more than like a hundred bucks in my bank account. And that sucked because I had to worry about whether I could go to Chipotle or not. (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like and it was ridiculous so then i started taking more control of my 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 routines and then my mind and what i realized was you know everyone in the world can talk about the stuff but until you actually do it you will never really understand the power that it has uh, i was just on a phone call with my friend brian ferrari it's the coolest name in the world but that guy you know he told me he's 22 years old wants to do a million dollars this year in his insurance business right and the thing is um, he, he told me something about the RAS system in your mind, right? I forget exactly what that stands for. I should know this, but basically it's like, let's say for instance, you get a brand new car, right? You can look it up on Google, <laughs> but let's say you get a brand new car. You see that car everywhere, right? It's because yeah. what you're seeing is you're, you're identifying it more because you've obtained it basically, right? I have to look at it. I have to learn more about it. He brought it up to me. I have to study it more, but 
that's what I believe law of attraction is. That's what I believe writing it down is. That's what I believe having images and vision boards and all this stuff is about. So to also go back to that guy's question as well of how can someone get out of a hard time, it's just write down what you want and then look at it every single morning, you know? Yeah. So, Man, you are resonating with people. This is crazy. This is awesome. Yeah, reticular activating system. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. what's up, Jason? Welcome <laughs> to the show, man. I love what Jason does too. There's so many great people that are watching right now that are driven genuinely to inspire and change people's lives. And I love this because what this shows is even people that are living to serve other people are reliant on other people. Like they go to feed their mind at good places. They're coming to listen to you talk and share your story and it's, and it's, that's, they're feeding their mind. These are people that are dedicated to living life. You know, I mean, in my opinion, the right way. I love this. This is so cool. Like I love Glenn, especially Glenn, Jeffrey, Mr. Wolf. Hold on. Here's a question for you. This guy's awesome. You guys need to connect. I'm serious. I want to connect with anyone. Uh, you know now that you wish you had known when you were starting this journey. Great question, Mr. Wolf. What do I wish I knew now? When, when what I was do you know now that you wish you had known when you started this journey? That's a great question. Um, I would say the, let me think about that for a second because I really want to be able to bring the, the best. I can, play, I can play music while we're waiting. No, I'm good. I'm good. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. But the thing is, like, uh, I have, I had, like, so my journey really started, like, 19 because I went to college for two years and then I dropped out. But it was the number two art school or something like that. It was Ringling College. And it was it was an amazing opportunity to go to college. Don't ever get me wrong. I, I, I love that people go to college to chase their careers and opportunities and all that. But I want to go in business. So what I learned was that when I dropped out, I was so scared because I had no idea what I was actually going to do. But I knew that it wasn't that. So the biggest thing that hit me in that time was caring about what other people thought of me, like in a really, really big way. Like I could not think I was paralyzed mentally, spiritually, physically, almost at times. Like when I went out, I would shake and, and I would be trembling in fear, right? Because I thought that I had so much to prove and that if I didn't do this right and I didn't do that right, people would, if I failed, oh my God, that would be the end of the world, you know? So like it really scared me. So what I stopped doing around 23 years old, which is literally, you know, last year <laughs> was that, um, I just stopped fucking caring, you know, like I just, I just, <laughs> I just, I just, I just basically told people that, that I, this is me. This is what I want to do. If I want to start a new company, I'll start a new company. If I want to share a message, I'm going to share a message. If I want to be who I want to be, I'm going to be who I want to be because that's who God created me to be. And that's what I, you know, uh, my myself and my message and who I am as a genuine person is all I can actually bring to the table. Right. So might as well just bring that. And what I realized is that there are a lot of people in life that, that make fun of what I do, hate what I do for whatever reason, but there's a lot more people that truly love what I do. And they give me, they elevate my voice. They elevate my purpose. And I'd rather focus on that than the other stuff. Cause there's a balance of everything in life. It's just more about what you focus on. So if, if, when I started, if what I could have said to myself and done was just not care, 
and not in like a very careless way, but just more invested in just what I knew was true. Right. I, I feel like it would have been far better off. But yet again, if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be in the position that I am today. So I would just say, you know, to stop investing so much in other people's validation of what you do and just do, you know, I think that's, I think that's one of the most uh, simplistic yet valuable things I could share. I want to, I want to actually, I want to add something to that because it's so true. When I was living my life for other people and, and, and listening and, and trying to follow and, 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 you know, really getting on that ladder of success and trying to like, okay, I want to be like this person and, and I'm going to go follow this person to my destiny. Every time that happened, for whatever reason, I only attracted the wrong people in my life. I only attracted people that hurt me and set me up for failure. I failed for freaking scams. And I would go to, I'm going to be very, very careful about how I say certain things because I don't want to, <laughs> I can torch some bridges, man. But I just, it, 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 when I was trying to follow someone else's lead, thinking that was going to get me to my promised land, I failed and crashed and burned and had disappointment and had more things fall through deals that were done and on the table fall through. Like why, why, why the minute I quit caring the minute, not quit caring the minute I stepped into my purpose and realized that I'm owning this. No one else can have it. This is for me. This is what I was called to do. The minute that happened, I started attracting the right people in my life. And the people that did want to push me forward or the people that shared my, my the, the passion that I had for the journey I was going. And it allowed me also to look at those things that normally were distractions that I would go, oh, this looks exciting. It would allow me to ignore it mm-hmm. and keep my eyes on the prize and keep taking those steps forward and up instead mm-hmm. of crashing and burning every freaking month, every freaking month. And it, there's, so it's so true. And the fact that you know that now, Alex, is is so powerful and so inspiring. And I swear to you, man, because you are such an inspiration. If I ever see you get distracted, I'm, I'm going to call you out because yeah. what you're doing and, and just the people that you're inspiring on here, man, these are grown ass people on here, man. You're not even a grown ass person yet. They're grown ass <laughs> people and you're inspiring them to, to do what is right. And I love that. And I just, I really, really support what you're doing, man. I, I, I love it. But yeah. God, there's a lot of comments on here. So anyway, so ahead. So tell me, what is something with how do you keep outside of your quiet time and you do a lot of writing, it appears. How do you how do you keep yourself charged to go about living your purpose every day? Is it something that's just coming to you? Or do you t- tell me about some times where you struggle and you get in your head and you start doubting yourself and how you work through it? Oh yeah, man, there's a lot. I think I have those times almost as much as I do good times. And I don't think a lot of people are willing to actually admit that. I think they're like, oh, dude, I'm good. Business is like, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm not, I'm not having to worry about anything. Um, uh, my life is nothing but success and abundance. And it's like, no, shut up. It's bullshit. You You know, because the thing is like, it doesn't work that way because the thing is you have to go through a valley in order to get to the top and you have to, you know, you have to go to the valley to get to the mountaintop. So like I, I have times literally all the time where I have mental, I wouldn't say breakdowns, but I like, I just, I just have like these 
thoughts that can get me kind of into a depression that make me feel like, okay, the comparison was a big thing for me still is in certain aspects of my life. It's like, it's like, okay, if I see someone else doing that, right. And they just got a you know, a show and they do all this different stuff. And I've been hustling so hard to be able to do that. You know, what, what am I doing wrong? But then I realized that I'm not really doing anything wrong. I'm just doing me and my time comes at a different time than that person. So like, that's fine. So I've realized that as well, but I've gotten in times where comparison, expectation, and different aspects of my mind and my life have have gotten me into places where I do nothing but just lay down in bed like all day, and then I beat myself up because I'm like, oh, I'm laying in bed. Well, I shouldn't be laying in bed because I have so much to do. Why aren't you doing what you're supposed to do? And then I get into like this really negative self-talk, overwhelming you know, mindset. And the way that I bring myself out of that is by shutting everything off, like my phone, my computer, everything, and just kind of just being with with me and identifying what actually my 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 and I'm not the best at this at all. But the thing is, I've done my best at this, and it's worked many many times to bring me out of states where I felt so so confused. Um, it's just ask myself over and over and over again why. So I'm like, I feel horrible. Why? Well, it's because I failed. Why'd you fail? Well, it's because I procrastinated. Why'd you procrastinate? Why procrastinate? Because I went out, you know, the whole weekend. I did it. Why would you do that when you knew you had to do that? And then what happens is it continuously breaks down, breaks down, breaks down, breaks down, right? And then what ends up happening is you realize that the reason why you feel like the way you do is because you are not either, I mean, literally it always comes down to this, which is crazy. I'm not feeding myself right or I'm not getting enough energy in my body. Right. Those two things, because if I'm working out all the time and I know that took a a shift, but if I'm working out all the time and I'm eating right, I literally can't get into negative states longer than five minutes at a time. Right. Or or like even five seconds at a time because because I'm aligning my mind and my body. So it's usually times when I feel like that is where I'm out of balance and I'm not aligned with my work and my lifestyle. So um, that's that's. I've had many times like that, but that's my solution is by taking care of my body and my mind and, and getting both to actually work in synchronicity and, and create more of a, a clarity within myself. You know, I hope that answered it well for you. No, and, and it's such a, it was actually a really great answer. And you're right because I mean, the way that I eat, like I, cause I watch football all week and I eat crap food. And you know what? I feel like crap. I haven't been to the gym yet. I typically go to the gym at 5 a.m. Well, I get up at 4.35, do my quiet time, which is essential to me having a great day. It, it's the key to everything. Yeah. And then going to the gym. I haven't been to the gym yet, but it's I woke up and I was just like, ugh, I ate a, I ate a well, I dog and I think I had Funyuns too or something. Like I, I just – but you're right. But there's so much of what this process, it's not just feeding your mind. It's feeding your body, feeding your spirit. So that you can go at it. And you're right. Though when you do get in your head, it's a lot easier to get out of that negative space when you've kind of taken everything else. You've built up your armor. You built yeah. up, you know, your your mind. And I had one of those mornings I just laid there going, Oh my God, I don't want to get up. Yeah. And but that's on me. And I own that. And I own that. And guess what? It's okay. I'm not gonna beat myself up over it. I had a great weekend. But I'm going to make up for it. Now, I'm going to eat a lot more salad this week. <laughs> no, but, I mean, but that's, that's, the, that's the thing, though. 
when I go out on the weekends, that's the other thing too. Everyone has this idea. I'm going to call this out real quick because everyone's trying to be the Gary Vaynerchuk, right? And the thing is Gary V has a different way of operating than most entrepreneurs, right? And a lot of people are sacrificing their, their quality time and their lifestyle to be able to keep up with the hustle. When in reality, it's like the greatest hustle that you could ever have is working the amount of time that you actually feel not just comfortable with, but you know is right. And then spending time for yourself. Because what I do on the weekends is I go out and I, I party with my friends. I have a great time, right? But I know that I've done the work beforehand. So mentally, that gives me a lot of, um, you know, uh, it gives me a, a mindset of achievement, makes me feel like I've done something, right? It gives me that boost. But then I go out to be able to balance my work with pleasure, but I don't drink, you know? So like I don't I don't go out to actually drink and and get you know in that state like a lot of people do. Um, if I do, very very you know seldom. But the yeah. reason why is because I want to wake up the next day ready to actually go do something that that is progressive. I don't want to sleep until one o'clock in the morning, you know, feeling as if I don't know how to even operate as a human being. <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that. So there's just there's different ways. I think as a as a culture, everyone's trying to just follow one way that's popular. You just got to find what your body feels and what your mind feels and then stick with that and grow with that. You know, I think that I think that not only makes sense, but it all comes down to alignment. Right. When you are aligned with your mind, and your body and your soul, everything else falls into place. Opportunity, people, resources. Right. So, like, that's what I've found. And if that means cutting drinking out of my life, if that means you know, uh, going out and partying on the weekends and having a good time or not even partying, just enjoying conversations downtown with people, right? If that's what that means, I don't have to forcefully do anything in my life that I don't feel aligned to just because it's popular or work for somebody else. You know what I mean? So I, that, that's the, that's the biggest thing for me. I love that. And, and you're right because, and also going out and, and, and being social and being around people and taking your mind off work, heck, some of my best ideas and some of the most creative things that I come up with or the people I meet are when I'm out just wandering around the streets of Little Italy. I mean, I went to Rite Aid. I swear to you, I went to Rite Aid last night, and I was looking for ice cream uh, for my better half. I had some, too. Don't tell anybody. Um, but I'm looking for ice cream for, and I made a business connection in the Rite Aid line that <laughs> was about as powerful as I've met and going to anything that I could have done. I mean, it's just so it's good to walk away from like the hardcore focus and the the grind that people talk about that they have to be on 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. No, you got to step out of that sometimes because sometimes stepping out of that allows you to see the big picture of what's available for you to go do and to make happen. Sometimes those unlikely connections or those unlikely pairings come when you're farting off watching football. You got to have fun. <laughs> But yeah, but yet again, it's the it's the balance, right? Because for me, I when I when I go to LA, majority of my connections from LA have happened in Ubers, which is the funniest thing in the True. world. True, <laughs> LA is great for that. But the thing is, it's like I just I just love the fact that I have gotten just like what you said, right? That literally people think I'm strange. My friends think I'm strange because I start conversations with people in elevators, right? And they think it's like so awkward. <laughs> And, and I'm like, no, I don't think it's awkward. I think it's kind of necessary that, you know, we're humans, so we have a mouth so that we can communicate and ears to listen, right? So might as well fucking use them, you know? So, like, 
I, I like, so like, that's what I do. And, and basically I, I, I feel like everything that I'm saying is so simple, but so many people have gotten distracted by so many different truths that they just don't know what's real anymore. And the bottom line is this, what you feel is what is right, you know, and it could work for somebody else or it cannot work for you. But the thing is, you know, or sorry, what works for you won't work for someone else and what works for them won't work for you. So you just got to feel what you feel and then go with that. And, and the balance is so key because yes, when you step out of your office and into reality, man, what a surprise. <laughs> you could meet other people, <laughs> you know, like that do incredible things. And, and a lot of people just think that, um, that even, you know, coming back to earlier in the interview, we talked about the image of people. Some people hate the hustle, but they do it because they want to look as if they're being productive. But their, their lifestyle is, is, is a lot worse than how their social media feed looks. And that's just not <laughs> balance, you know? So like, I'd rather look good in my life, right? And then have my social media just be a reflection of that, right? So, I mean, dude, balance, 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 I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, man, you're so, this is great. I'm, I'm so grateful that you came on the show, man. I mean, it honestly. It, this is one of the better interviews I did. I love it. <laughs> really? Thanks, man. I appreciate that. No, but I'm serious. Like, I'm just reading these comments from people, and it's just, it's, it's awesome, but it's also validation because I just remember, man, I, when you were talking to Andrea, and shout out to Andrea, um, and would shout out to Melissa Hall, too. Sorry. And, that, and Natalia, and Rebecca, and Jim, and Taz, and Nick, and Steven. Good to see you guys. Eric Jordan. DJ Eric Jordan. What's up? Very good to see you. Mark, holy crap, there's some amazing people in here. Um, but this just, like, it's validation, man. Like, I, I, I just, I love and appreciate what you're doing. And I, and I can tell you that I'm a bigger fan of you now than I've ever been. And I know that the people here watching, if they didn't know you, they sure as heck do now. And you've got a group of people, man, that are going to rally behind you and support you in everything that you're doing. And I'm just, I'm just so grateful that you came on the show. Yeah, man. Thank you, seriously, for having me. It's it's awesome. Do you have any last words for the audience? Um, just as like advice or a plug or or what? You plug anything you want. It anything. And I didn't even ask you about. Actually, you know what? Do you want to tell people about your new business? Because this is really cool. The new company. Yeah. So, um, uh, let me see if I can show them this real quick. Hold on. So yeah. Uh, basically, so I have a new company coming out called Planet. Right. But it's not plan it, it's plan it. So it's with the IT and you can see it here, right? I love your logo, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So it's about helping people protect their quality of life through natural disasters, prepping them with um, products, with information um, that basically helps them for the readiness and the relief of a natural disaster. I think it's huge. And uh, if, if anyone knows influencers or you want to be an ambassador or you just want to you know, help in whatever way, that's a, that's a big deal. But um, we launched this and it's doing incredible and it's doing, you know, just helping a lot of people. So it's, it's awesome. And, um, and yeah, so we got that. And then also I do consulting as well, like creative advertising, you know, consulting marketing. So if you guys need, you know, any type of help like that, right. Or if you just need me to talk to your kids, I'm not even kidding. You know, like if you need me to be able to help your kids actually get to a mental level stability of what it is that actually matters in life, I do that as well. So it's consulting and, and planning which are the two biggest things. 
And uh, that could also go for people that are that are in business, not just your kids. But I'm just saying there's a wide variety of what I can provide. And then, you know, Alex, the speaker, Instagram at Alex, the speaker. Um, that's a that's a really, really big one. So make sure you check it out. It's where I post all my content. And, dude, I just want to say thank you. I mean, if I could leave with anything, I would say um, like what I always say, lead with authenticity because it's all about impact. You know, I mean, that's like the biggest that's the biggest thing for me. And, um, and then, yeah, apart from that, if, you know, just reach out to me about any of the stuff that I said, plan it, I'll send you a link. Cause you actually helped me out with that. You told me, um, cause what we're doing is www.planetit.co. If you go on there, basically we, we want to find out, um, what people actually want to know about natural disasters. So it's like a little form. And if you do that, be forever grateful. But apart from that, I don't need a plug. <laughs> I'm just saying thank you for having me on this thing, man. It was, it was awesome to be able to share, you know? Yeah, I'd love to have you back for sure. Um, and make sure to plug that all, your Instagram and planet in the comments because you guys, I mean, I'm seeing people I know that have dealt with earthquakes and tornadoes and all kinds of stuff. So you guys, I think you really do want to sign up for this. It's really cool. I signed up for it Friday, and it's it's just really, really cool what they're doing um, it's nothing weird or no goofy, you know, sign up internet form. It's just a legitimate, <laughs> it's a legitimate question that you should answer. And then, and then that's that. So you guys should check that out and make sure that Alex plugs that, um, man, again, thank you. And anything that we can do, anything I can do to continue to support you, please let me know, but you're fantastic. And I'm just blessed that I've had you on the show. Thank you. Thank you, man. Truly. I appreciate it. See you soon, man. Yeah. Bye-bye. It's freaking awesome. He's like, freaking awesome. You should probably have your kids talk to him. <laughs> if, they're, if they're going down a path that they shouldn't go down, maybe Alex would be a great person for them to talk to because that dude can relate. I mean, he's awesome. He's awesome. Um, guys, if you thought somebody would benefit from this video, um, or share it. Like, you can even send it through a private message. If you thought somebody needs to hear his words, you can tag him, share it, send it through Messenger. Alex is the real deal. Like, I really honestly, genuinely mean this when I say the people that I have on this show are people that I believe in and I, and I believe in their message. But Alex is the real deal. And, um, I'm just blessed to have had him on the show. Uh, Melissa, thank you so much. Tanya, great to see you. Mr. Wolf, great to see you, man. I will call you later today. Mark Jerome, my man, good to see you. Uh, Dr. Ray, good to see you. Oh my God. You guys, what a show. God bless you all. Have an amazing day today. Tomorrow, I'm going to be on the road to Las Vegas uh, to go see an event or to be in an event. And um, so we're going to be doing Morning Gratitude on the road. Um, and we'll be doing a few shows from Las Vegas. But you guys are a blessing. Have seriously, like, reach out to somebody today and tell them you love them. Reach out and say, I'm grateful for you. And really try to think of somebody that you haven't talked to in a while because you never know what that will do for their day. Uh, you guys have the best freaking Monday you could possibly have. I love you. Dr. Ray, absolutely. Um, we'll make sure that happens. Randy, good to see you. Nick Harris, thank you so much. Mr. Hewitt, all the way in Australia, thank you so much. Michelle, I'll get your question answered for you. You guys are such a blessing. Thank you so much. Have a, have a wonderful day, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro colored bark mulch from the Home Depot. Now three bags for just nine bucks. 
It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. 